0: family welcome to the coach silver podcast uh, i want you to enjoy yourself this evening i have a special guest with me mr marvin nels he's a good friend of mine from back in the army uh marvin you there yes sir all right we had a little technical difficulties on the last one so we're gonna try it again um uh, we're gonna talk about happiness tonight, but first I just wanna let, you know, Marvin tell a little bit about himself, how we met, and, and we can go from there.
1: Yeah, I'm Marvin originally from Louisiana, been all around the world, served in the military twenty years, till I decided to retire, throw the boots over the wire. I met you in the the illustrious and mysterious at the same time Afghan hands program.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. It it was a mysterious program. You know, it was a, <laughs> a it was a program where we we learned the language and then they deployed us and we, we worked in in the government in Afghanistan. So, and we we met in a uh, language class out in Roslyn in Virginia. You know, and it was it was a crazy time. They just threw some guys together in in, in, a, in a class and we all just learned the language. But I remember I remember meeting you and I remember you, you know, because normally when I meet someone, you know, I'm kind of like a mentor and I can help people, you know, but I knew right away that you was good to go. I said, this guy is good. I ain't got to worry about him. He's you know, he's he seems like he got his stuff together, you know. And then I remember you used to throw say different things and people be like, Huh, what is he talking about? And even I was like, What what does he mean? You know, so you were you were always a thought provoking kind of guy in class and outside of class. So but I and I appreciate you coming on the podcast tonight.
1: Oh my pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, that program that program was interesting, you know, it it put a bunch of a bunch of people together from different backgrounds and different yeah. parts of the career and put us all into a place and gave us some civilian clothes and told
0: us to do great things. That's true. That's true. It was a, it was a unique program and it had some great people in there, you know, and some, you know, some guys that I'm still in touch with to this day. And uh, it it really was a, a weird time and crazy time. We had an earthquake, we had all kinds of stuff going on. Yes. So I remember that <laughs> earthquake. I remember it. <laughs> So it, it was it was a crazy crazy time, but it turned out to be good because it put me in the area where I needed to be. I ended up at the Pentagon retiring, and you know it it kind of set me up for the success and and all the stuff that I've been going through now. So what you've been doing since you since you've been retired? Are you, just tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, since I've been retired, I've been. I've been working. I still work at the Pentagon. I came back to that, that building that everybody oh, loves okay. to hate.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> the octagon. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, the octagon. But life is a little bit different on this side, you know, compared to being in the military. Right. But it, it, you can see, now you can see how people were thinking about you at the time when you were in. You know, some right. of the conversations they were having, those conversations i now participate in. You know. And 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 it's interesting. And and the the good thing about it is I'm still still kind of close to the military culture. You know, that culture is ingrained in our in our day to day life so much that we don't even don't even recognize it sometimes.
0: You sure don't. Yeah, we don't recognize it at all. That's true. Until you be like, Wait a minute, I sound like a dude in the military. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, I still uh, I still catch myself putting my flip flops on in my shower every now and then. Oh, wow. OK. <laughs>
0: That's the whole deployment thing there because you never want to go barefoot. That's true. Cause you didn't exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that brings back memories, you know, in flip flops and running and rocket attacks. And you just got your little Crocs on and you're trying to run to the bunker. Yeah, it's, it just brings exactly. back a lot of crazy memories. So
1: a lot of crazy memory a lot of crazy memories that's institutionalized in, in 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 the way we conduct business.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right, so we're gonna talk a little bit about happiness. So just tell me, you know, in your words, what does happiness mean to you?
1: Hmm. Good question. Um, happiness to me, you know, is pretty much understanding and accepting who you are whether it's good or bad and not not allowing yourself to be manipulated into doing something that doesn't make you comfortable doesn't make you happy and and i'll tell you i have a favorite restaurant i go to on sundays Mm -hmm. and a female a female noticed me there and she said uh i noticed you because you had on the same thing you wear the same orange sweatshirt and blue jeans every Sunday and I said no ma'am I wear the same sweatshirt and blue jeans every day you only see me on Sundays and she could not <laughs> understand that
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it probably threw her for a loop she didn't get it so yeah she didn't
1: She didn't get it because you know people you know people like to be in their own bubble of, of experiences and, and they they don't it's hard for people to get out of their boots and and realize that somebody else has potentially opposite experiences from you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so happiness is equal to knowing yourself. So if you know yourself, then that's the key to being happy.
1: Yes, knowing yourself and being being true to yourself. Okay. And and, and I'll say I'll say being true to yourself because. Like we have this thing, you know, don't keep up with the Joneses, right? But 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 you should you should recognize the Joneses, right? You you shouldn't ignore the Joneses, right? Right? Because because if you trying to keep up with the Joneses, that means the Joneses probably live in the same neighborhood with you, right.
0: right? Okay.
1: That means that mean the Joneses could be something that's admirable, uh, something to look up to, or it could be something to not look up to.
0: Right, but you
1: have to understand <clears throat> that you know you you are being manipulated unintentionally, and it could be positive or negative. Manipulation doesn't have to be negative, right? You know, but what is it's it's a theory in, in sociology called relative deprivation theory, and and it okay. it, it explains how you know when you when 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 we're young and and a mom your mom will say something like you know it's kids in Africa that don't have that food and you don't want to eat it. Well that doesn't work according to relative deprivation theory because it says that you are you compare yourself to things that you see that you believe others have and you can actually acquire
0: right right
1: so if you know you have the ability within you know your finances I don't if you want to get a BMW make sure you're true to yourself because mm-hmm. if you keep if you're keeping up with the Joneses, you have no idea how they acquired that BMW. It could right. be a rental. It could be a lease. It could be somebody else's. It could be a program vehicle or it could be stolen. You don't know that.
0: <laughs> right. You have no <laughs> you idea. Just,
1: you have no idea. You just see the Joneses in the BMW.
0: Yeah. And you equate that BMW with happiness and you're like, I got to get it. Correct. Um, and then if you, you, go, you go after it the right way, you know, you finances are straight. You can buy it with cash, or or you can afford the, the the payment for the BMW, you know. But that's very interesting because you know uh, there's a lot of influences out there on, on your happiness. Yeah, and it is. a lot of people think happiness is is this pot of gold. So
1: that is correct, and it, and it's it's really not. And uh, I have this I have this boss in my job that's he's so negative. And I told him he's so negative because he doesn't understand himself yet. And he's a little bit older than me, and he laughed when I said but it's true. And I'm going to switch him over before I leave.
0: Oh, okay. He seems
1: to think that he's going to do all of this struggling for his whole entire life. And then at the end of his life, he's going to find this pot of gold happiness.
0: Right. But what, he
1: did, what, he's feel, what he's failing to realize is that the rainbow is just as important as the pot of gold. Exactly. You can find happiness in your misery. We, we've we all done it before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. With that old military saying, you know, embrace the suck. Yes. <laughs> you know, find find the good in the bad. That's true. Yes. Trying to find the happiness. I mean. Yes.
1: And we, we meet some of the, we have some of the strongest bonds and some of the strongest friendships that were developed over some really bad times.
0: That's true. That's true. You know, and I I don't know. I think, you know, um being in the military, but I mean I don't want to harp on the military, but it kind of instills us to to look for the good and, and to look for the happiness. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people that they're they're struggling, PTSD and things like that, and you know, with being happy and all that stuff. But, you know, I think that we get taught a lot about finding the you know the, the silver lining and all the stuff that's, that's going on around you and to remain calm so yes
1: and and it kind of uh it, it it becomes contagious yes when you start when you start looking for things and i can give you an example when i was uh young in the military again we're going back to the military
0: <laughs> right that's fine it's okay
1: When I was when I was young in the military, I was I came into the military after a year and a half of college and I wasn't 100 percent sold on staying in the military for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I so I had this green, the green memorandum book that we all used to have.
0: Oh, yeah, I know it.
1: Yeah. And every what I used to keep in my green book is every time somebody made me upset. (laughs) Wow. it In the green book. After about three months, I noticed something. I noticed I had no marks on the first and 15th <laughs> oh okay it totally so you... put me in that position because on the first and 15th I'm dwell- I'm dwelling with the happiness of payday that I'm not even seeing the bad stuff that's going on
0: right right and and your subconscious mind is taking you there
1: that is correct. So... When you when you're right. looking for those negative things, you're going to find
0: them. Exactly, and and maybe you just need to teach your mind to to you know work on happiness, to find yeah. that happiness. Yes, you sir. know, instead of reaching out for the negative stuff, you know. Well, let me ask you this: so, uh, and we we're talking about happiness. You know, what's the what's the one thing or things that that make you happy on a day to day basis?
1: My day to day happiness is it, it's everything. I'm I'm mm-hmm. on I'm on a, I'm on a path to happiness. And and it's hard it's hard to it's hard to explain, but I'm gonna tell you, there was this this, this, this uh, gentleman that used to give us federal communication certification training. He used to fly from Dallas, Texas to Fort Bragg to give the electronics technicians the certification, federal communication certification. His name was Mr. Bonnie. Mr. Bonnie was the happiest man I have ever met in my life. And oh, at okay. that time, at that time, I thought it was weird. Like, he is so happy. Like, think about that. Like, i think thinking yeah. somebody who is happy is weird.
0: Right. Yeah, I would, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back then.
1: Mr. Frostro found the the happiest thing in a bad situation all the time. And I can remember mm-hmm. somebody came to class late one day they were they were late for about an hour and Mr. Bonnie Frost show was so happy. He was so happy because he felt that he was happy that the guy only missed an hour and he was happy that he did miss two.
0: <laughs> yeah I I understand because you know I understand uh about him because you know I've had people ask me like how are you happy all the time? How do how are you I, we never see you upset. We never see you down. And I told him, and you know, I like to joke. I say, it's all those years of therapy, you know, and they kind of look yeah. at me, but <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it was partly therapy, but it, it was also, you know, I tell them, I said, it's not that I don't, I don't get down. I don't, you know, sometimes get depressed, but I just can recognize it when I'm not happy. And then right. I just try to focus on something that'll make me happy. Right. And you guys don't see it. You know, when you see me, I'm happy. But you don't see 30 minutes, an hour earlier where I was really down and I had to get myself out of that. Or you don't yeah. see like last night, you know, I was I was down and I said, let me just go to sleep because I know in the morning I feel better. So they don't see that part. But I've had people ask me, like, how are you so happy? You know, you, you got to have something wrong with you. You got to get depressed. And I'm telling them I do. I do. I said but i just, I just found an outlet on happiness
1: yes, that is correct. you have to find you have to find your uh, your, your internal happiness and and, and you know <clears throat> when, you, when you're talking about happiness you you're responsible for your happiness right right Nobody else is responsible for your happiness. you are responsible for your happiness and in order to, in order to make that work. You have to know what makes you happy and what makes you sad. Right. You go to Burger King, if you don't want onions on your burger, that's what makes you happy. And right. if you know that if you know that, then you can then you can nurture that a little bit more and that'll strengthen and then it'll show its face more often than not.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Have, and and that goes into like my next question. You know, regaining happiness and all that stuff. You know, there was a period. You know, not too long ago, maybe you know, eight nine years ago, basically around the time we were we were doing our thing, that I was going through some things, and and I wasn't happy. And what I did was, I went to the gym. I had a lot going on. I was depressed, and I just couldn't get out of it. So. I used the gym. I made well, I, the first decision I was like I'm not going to drink any alcohol, but I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to work out and on Sundays I'm watching football. So that was my thing, you mm-hmm. know, to get out of the, the the situation I was going through. So yes. what is something that you do to, you know, to regain happiness? Uh, people.
1: People people
0: are my happiness.
1: And I okay. and I mean just in a generic sense. Like, I can be just as happy telling somebody good morning and watch them perk up than, you know, giving somebody $100 on the street just out of the blue and watch them look at me like, what is this guy's problem? <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. You right. know, people, people make me happy. And, and, and you know, it, I like to think it. no matter your, your, your worst day if somebody's living their worst day right now, so, if something is not going my way, you know, I try to think like it could be worse than what is, up, yes. what is going on' right now, and that typically gets yeah. me back, gets me back centered and gets me back on that happiness positive energy path
0: yeah that's true yeah i've I've done that too, and I've actually you know seen people out there that you know were in situations homeless and you know you know. In a car, a crappy car, and it's barely going thirty miles per hour, you know. And I just be like, look, I just tell God, I say, hey, whatever blessings you have for me today, give it to them because they need it yep. more than me. Give yep, it to them. They need
1: it more than me. Give yep, it to yep, them. They need it more than me.
0: Whatever, whatever blessing you, you know, bless me tomorrow. Just give, give them my today blessings. Just give it to them, mm-hmm. so they could be happy, you know. So, you know. It, it, it just like you said it, it it is about people too now you know the people you come in contact with and the little things and and that's kind of how i started this podcast because you know i just want to help people cuz i always was giving advice and i said let me just do this podcast and let me just help people and and so they can find the happiness and the joy like i do yeah
1: so. and 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 the happiness is it's not diff- it's not difficult to to find I met another gentleman outside of Jimmy John's in Crystal City, and okay. he he asked me for some he asked me if I could buy him some to eat, and I was like, yeah, come on, you come with me. And we went in, we introduced these ourselves to each other, and I bought him some food, and we left. And I I ended up giving him some money, and right. he got he got teary eyed, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's like you know I, I wish I could do more, but you know this is this is all I could really do right now. And he said, no, I, I just won't thank you because nobody calls me by my name no more.
0: And wow. I was like,
1: wow. Like, wow. just calling him by his name made him happy. And, and, and those those small things like that that we can do on a day-to-day basis that we don't know, you may, you may, that good morning may take somebody off the edge.
0: Exactly. That's a very good point. That is a very good point because you never know. You never know, you know, just saying hello and being nice to someone can definitely take them off the edge. I've had people come back years later like, you remember that conversation? I'm like, no, nah, I don't remember. But you're right. And I'm pretty sure you've had people come back and, and, and remind you of, of the interactions and stuff like that. Well, but definitely. it feels good. It feels good. It, I mean, doing those kind of things, it, it brings joy, it's happiness, and you're just passing it along
1: yes and it's and it's second nature it's not it's not intentional like i'm gonna look for this person that's suicidal so i can talk him off the ledge right it's just giving everybody human dignity uh, of knowing that they're a person and if i hit somebody and if i stick then great job if not i'm just gonna keep moving to the next person
0: right right yeah and i think you know with the, the state of the world Today in the United States, you know, a lot of people are divided, you know, and and people are just not happy. You know, they complain, they complain, you know, and and for me, I'm like, I just got to be happy. I can't I can't go back to that time period when I wasn't happy. So, you know, did you see this and this? And I'm like, yeah, I saw that. I saw it. But I I can't I can't get into that. I can't get into it because if I do, it's going to take away my happiness. So, but and, let and me it takes the spirit
1: okay, down. It, it makes you yeah. sluggish. It makes you mm. sluggish. You mm-hmm. eat different. You see yeah, you
0: different, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you, you do. See,
1: see different I mean, it's, it's a total. It it hurts you totally when you when you in that 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 bad place, and you got to do what's necessary to kind of get up out of it.
0: You there? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I thought you were going to keep talking. but Okay, so um, let's talk about happiness in coordination with relationships, you know, relationships yeah. with significant others. Because a lot of people put happiness on the person they're with romantically. So what's your take on relationships for and, and happiness? Relationship,
1: relationships, relationships.
0: Woo. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel re- you. But go ahead. Re- re-
1: relationships are, are very good. As as humans, you know our our happiness is tied to relationships, and and you can look from from early childhood to to nursing home. Like the happiest people are the people who interact with people on a daily basis, right? But a lot of times, mm-hmm. a lot of times. In our interaction, we don't know what we're bringing to the table, and we expect, we put these unnecessary expectations on the people that are in the relationships
0: with us sometimes. Exactly. Yes, that is, that is true, because I, I remember Will Smith said, you know, in a relationship, my job, my significant other, happy. They have to yeah. find happiness on their own. Yes. And I thought that was a real powerful statement because, you know, in all the past relationships I've been in, you know, the the person's happiness was important to me. And I wanted them to be happy. And I tried to make them happy. And it didn't work out. Yeah. And, and, and then, when he, Will Smith said that, it, it just resonated with me.
1: Yep. I, and I heard that from Will Smith and, and it, I definitely remembered it, remember it as well. But you'll you'll see that. You'll see that you'll, you'll go above and beyond and you're still failing. And, and then you question, then you begin to question yourself in that situation. What am I right. doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? I just did that for you. And, you know, I just, I just bought you this space shuttle and all you wanted was a snow, a, a, a ice cream cone. Like you're ungrateful. Right. To... And, and you have to, you have right. to be able to recognize those things when you are putting, you know, your expectations on somebody or vice versa and shut it down from the beginning. And I think once you manage those expectations in the relationship, I, I believe it's a part of the, the foundation of growth.
0: Yeah, that's true. And, you know, you you, you have to know each other's love language in, when you're in a relationship. You got to know, you know, what they want. Where is the affirmation. You know, gifts, whatever it is that makes them happy, because a lot of times we tend to we tend to give what we think they will make them happy or what makes us happy. And it doesn't work out. And it doesn't work out that way. It doesn't work out that way. And and it's funny how you well, not funny, but it's, you know, where you said. um, I was trying to make them happy. And then I end up being upset because what I did for them, they weren't happy. And that resonates with me because I've been there. I've done that. I've done something and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And then they're looking at me like, what? And, And I was like, what? And then it causes a big argument. And now because you're trying to make someone happy, now you're arguing. You in another room. She's somewhere else, you know, slamming doors over something silly as happiness. Yeah, and not really knowing your per- you're the person you're with.
1: Yes, and not recognizing, not recognizing the the effort and the the uh, the blank space that they're actually giving you. Right. So if I'm trying to make you happy and I miss the mark, it's because you're not helping me to figure out what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you have to, okay. once you see that, you know you can kind of change directions and navigate through, you know, the relationship.
0: Right. Yeah, and it's communication, too. You know, it's communication. You know, because a lot of times, you know, in in relationship, we're just afraid to ask the question, like, what makes you happy? You know, we we don't ask those type questions. Yeah. Um, You know, we just assume, and we assume, you know, we together, so everything I do, you're happy. So we just make assumptions on it and stuff like that all right and you and i had I, mean.
1: a, I had a relationship like that you know i always wanted to go rock climbing and she always went with me and and right and for her birthday she was like uh what are we doing it's like you want to go rock climb? she's like no i just do it <laughs> you do it i was like whoa i thought you liked it
0: like, <laughs> right you know? right <laughs> right, it's communication. It's the yeah. communication. Communication. Yeah. Is yeah. So let me ask you this: So, you know, we both have kids. How, you know, in happiness, you know, do you find? Well, I mean, what role does your kids play in your happiness? Ooh. What, what role? Whoo! My kids, <laughs> <laughs> these, these are hard
1: balls. so so my kids my kids and my happiness they validate they validate the the lessons i give them right so what i'm saying by that is so as a parent i believe it's my job to to set my kid up in a position where they're happy i don't think it's necessarily my kid's job to put me in a position to be happy
0: Right. Okay.
1: So there are, there are a couple feelings that my kids can give me, you know, fear, disappointment, you know, proud. Right. They can give me those, but they can't really give me happiness. Right. If that makes sense.
0: Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And and so... so you know, because I... Yeah. Go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, because... A lot of people, that, you know, not everyone, but they 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 try to find happiness with their kids, and they try to live vicariously through their kids.
1: Right, and that's they, how they everybody plays you know, football. Right, they get mad when their kids, you know, don't really like football, you know, little bit. Right. right. Yep, you absolutely agree
0: with that. Yep, and they and when when their kids don't want to do what made them happy. Then, then it's like, oh, you're just ungrateful. You yeah. know, I've given you so much more than what I had and, and and all this and this and that. And that and that's a good point that you made because your kids don't give you happiness. You try to give your kids happiness yes. and make them as happy as possible. And that's a real good point. That's a real good point. And I try to do the same thing, you know, even though my 14-year-old, my she goats me. You know, I'm just... I'm just a dad, so she ghosts me. So I talk to her every now and then, you know. You know, when they're teenagers, they don't want to spend no time with you and talk to you. But, but that's a very good point. You know, we we, you're trying to find, and it goes back to your original point. You got to know yourself. You got to make yourself happy. You can't. Your kids can't make you happy. You know, situations can't make you happy, and and you got to enjoy the rainbow till you get the pot of gold.
1: That is correct. And I mean, because when you when you put your when you put your happiness in the hands of somebody else, you are setting yourself up for failure.
0: Right. That is definitely true. You know, and I and I had to learn that along the way because I was going through some things. But I, you know, I I just look out in the world sometimes, and I'd be like, man, we just need to just get along and be happier. You know, and I just be reaching out for things you know to make people happy. So, but have you ever like met someone and and they like I'm happy, I'm happy, but you can tell they're not happy, you know, and and you're like what what's definitely going on there? What's what's the situation behind that? Because I get I get people that especially men, you know, cuz I have um I had a group of guys we would get together, ex-military guys, and we get together and the whole point of me getting these guys together was to sit down and say, hey, let's talk about the issues, you know, work together. You know, but when we got there, everybody was good. I'm happy. I'm good. I'm happy with my job. I'm happy with this. I'm happy with this. And I'm like, everybody just can't be happy about every damn thing. Right. There's got to be <laughs> something going on. One of y'all know? got some problems. Yeah, somebody got some problems. I mean, I got problems. So I so I, I threw my problems out there, you know. And it was kind of like a barrier to, to, you know, what I was trying to accomplish was to us to be maybe a little vulnerable as men Uh and and and, you know, work to get better as individuals, as men and and to get happy along the way. So but have you run across people like that? You got any? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Is trying to live up the expectations of society. Right. right. In, in that circle. So, so you when you met up with your group of friends, you all were in the same circle. So there's an expectation right. in that circle. Like everybody has shoes. Everybody has socks. Everybody has a jacket. That's the expectation. Mm-hmm. So people, it's hard to get them out of their circle expectations.
0: Right. That's true. That's true. And, you know, and eventually, you know, I had to kind of suspend the group because, and I'm trying, I'm going to, you know, start it back up, but I had to kind of suspend the group because, you know, they just didn't see where I was trying to go with it. And, you know, I explained it and everything. And I was like, well, you know, they're just not ready. You're yeah. not ready to, you know, to, to be vulnerable and do and do things and, and get out there, you know, but I think as men, we tend to always say things are are good. Everything is, is wonderful. Whereas women, when they get together, boy, they just let their problems out. Oh, I got this. I got that. Right. You know, they're they're crying and all this stuff, you know, and and they're just letting it all out. But as men, you know, we don't want to be vulnerable. We don't want to get to the core and try to get happier and stuff like that. You know? Yep.
1: You're absolutely correct. If you if I think if if you would have did it one on one and then introduced the group, I think you would have probably made a little bit more leeway. If I if I had yeah. to do it, because because once you once you get everybody in a group, then group dynamics take effect. Now I'm wondering what right. he thinks of me, and he thinks of me, and he thinks of me. And when right. you, when you're doing that, you're comparing to the expected norms. Like you wouldn't a right. restaurant with no shoes on because you'd be out of that that circle. All
0: right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's an interesting take on it. You know, maybe that's the route I need to do. But I'm looking, you know, I'm looking to set something up later on and, and stuff like that. But um, so, is there anything else about happiness you think we should be talking about tonight? Since the topic is about happiness. Hmm.
1: Anything else about happiness? Happiness is, is such a large topic. I'll tell you, any of your listeners out there, if you haven't read the Maslow Hierarchy of Needs, you should check it out. Oh, yeah. because I've read it. It, it, it yeah. tells you, you know, where it, it shows you where you at. If you're being true to yourself, you'll see where you at in his description. I think his description is pretty accurate because we, we all need certain things before we can elevate ourselves to the next level. And that is that's right. to me, that is a key part of happiness is making sure your baseline needs are made and then you can go ahead on and try to help somebody else to achieve their needs. Right.
0: You gotta you gotta be able to eat, place to live, all the, the basic stuff. Yes. That's true. Yes. That's true. Well, that's a yeah, I've read that and and that's a that's a good thing to talk about because you know, not a lot of people know about it, but it's true. I mean, it, it, you got to have your basic needs. Yes. And then you can go about being happy and stuff like that.
1: Yes. And and developing friendships and stuff. And and, and once you get to the top, you'll feel it. You know, once you get to a, part, a point in your life where you're self-actualized, you know, when, you, when you're when to the point where you want to nurture the thing that you want to do so bad, you know, minds is helping other people, You you'll feel right. it. You know right well I mean with well, my my current uh my well not my current but my wife you know um at this point like I don't see a reason why I would ever leave she can do nothing to me to make me want to leave oh wow okay nothing. absolutely nothing. nothing i'm I'm working through everything, and that's the that's the oh, type like of mentality that. okay.
0: that's
1: the type of mentality you gotta have to push that negativity
0: those negative thoughts out of your mind. Okay. So so what you're saying is no deal breakers. None in your rel your relationship. None. Wow. So chi chi, none. You're still there. We're gonna we're gonna we gonna, out. Out. we gonna work it out. We're gonna work it you, out. You all you all that and I want you and you staying. Yes. I'm gonna go drink some water, I'm
1: gonna be mad, I'm gonna go eat me some wings, but I'm coming right back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a that's a real progressive attitude. Yeah. I mean See, and this is this goes back to what I what I was saying when, in in the beginning, that you you always on something different, and that's what I remember about you, you know. And you you throw things out there. So this is, I mean, this is a, a great subject because, you know, I like the fact that that you're all in, and and by you saying that, it, it's like, you know, maybe I need to start thinking about my relationship and, and how to approach it for you know, as happiness and. You know, but that that's a bold statement, and I appreciate you saying it. Yeah, you know, because a lot of dudes, you know, they ain't there. So, but and then it also makes me say, she's got to be a a great person. Got yes. to be. She's
1: she's a great person. Uh, she's a great human. She has a bunch of great humans around her that strengthen her. Right. And of course, I I try to keep good humans around me because what, what whatever you whatever you do the most that's what you're going to become and if you're around bad people then you're going to become a bad person no matter right. how much you try to fight it you're going to start doing some bad things so I try right. I try my best to keep myself in a in a positive sphere where right. negativity doesn't even have a chance to seep in
0: right that's awesome You know, that's awesome. And to my listeners, I mean, my guys out there and ladies out there, you know, hey, maybe we need to rethink our relationships, because I appreciate what you're saying. You know, because I I hadn't even thought of it like that. I mean, I I didn't, I never really thought of deal breakers. And I don't think of deal breakers. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just something that I'm not worried about happening. You know what Mm I mean? I'm not saying that you are right. But you know, I don't know if I'm at that point. But I'ma seriously think about that and and d and de- dive deep into that. You know, because I could see a conversation with my girlfriend in the future. Like, you know, and she's gonna listen to podcasts yeah. too. But you know, that's that's a good thing. I mean, and it also shows that you're very secure in yourself. Very right? Because secure. you can't you can't navigate that way if you're not securing yourself. So that's a real progressive way of thinking. And I appreciate you coming on here and, and enlighten us by seeing it. I appreciate it. My so. pleasure. My pleasure.
1: <laughs> I, I still remember I still remember walking down Disney Lane going to the Dfat with you with all that hair and me with my freshly shaved face. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did have the beard and all that stuff going on. Yeah. It was, it was hard, though. It was hard to grow that beard. It was hard. It was I didn't understand. Time. I had to shampoo that thing, like the hair on my head, but it was a good deployment. Yes. Learned a lot but, about myself. Yeah. But hey, I you know, I appreciate you coming on. I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, unless there's something else you want to discuss. Uh, I really appreciate you, you coming on the podcast. I really appreciate you know, taking the time. And you know, you reached out to me, and you, you sent me a message of, on one of my podcasts. And when I read that message, the first thing I was like, "Yo, I got to get this guy on my podcast because I remember you from the past." And I said, "He's gonna." I had a feeling he was gonna say something that was gonna make the podcast. <laughs> I knew it, and, and you, you delivered. So I appreciate it. You know how much I appreciate it. I'm pleasure. probably gonna get a lot of people listening. My so, pleasure. I'll I, let you know. I wish you best of
1: luck. Yeah. Best of luck with your podcast. You. And, and when you when you, you put that group back together, make sure you send me a message and I'll be there.
0: Now, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. I'm definitely going to do that. Um, but let me just get into a little. I just want to let everybody know, uh, you know, this is Coach Silver Podcast. You can find me on Apple, Google, Anchor Podcasts, uh, on all the major podcast uh, platforms. And if you're listening and you like it, I want you to leave comments. I want you to give feedback. Um, you also can email me at CoachSilva at gmail.com. It's S-I-L-V-A. And I'm on IG at CoachSilvaFox. And I'm on Twitter at CoachSilvaFox. So please leave comments. Uh, let me know what you think about the podcast. You know, let me know. And, and, and I appreciate all your hard work. And I appreciate you, Marvin, coming on. And I just want to say once again to you, thank you. And if you ever do a podcast or anything, you let me know. I'll definitely be on it. And to all my listeners, I just want to say thank you. And we're going to go ahead and sign off. All right, Marvin, I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, bro. Talk to you later. Later.